Welcome to a special, um, special moment of the Annie Gamers podcast. <laughs> oh. We are, we're not actually at KatsuCon 2016. We are... We're in flux between <laughs> KatsuCon and MAGFest. We're in KatsuCon. <laughs> we're in the, the, we're in the, we're in the, the purgatory, snow the snow zone, the purgatory <laughs> between KatsuCon and real life. Uh, we just finished at KatsuCon yesterday, and uh, just as KatsuCon was finishing up, it started snowing. Here in National Harbor, Maryland. Which is about the standard for KatsuCon. Every yeah, it happened last every year. year. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. Every yeah. year. And uh, now we're stuck. <laughs> we, our flights were all canceled <laughs> except for Pat's, who's, uh, well, I have to introduce everybody, but your yeah. your train is like uh, Theoretically still going. still on time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like last I checked, it was. Last year, I got out on time, but it snowed where I live, which is even worse than it's snowing oh, here. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it took two hours extra to get home just because they couldn't get the bridge down oh for the God. train. Oh, no. So, anyway, so. my name's Evan Minto. I'm the host of this here, Annie Gamers podcast, and who's this uh, guy? I'm Patrick. Uh, Pat's Prime on the Twitters. I hang out at cons and talk about bullshit, so... <laughs> And we can actually swear on this podcast because it's Annie Gamer, so that's totally cool. It's just cool. any crunchy cast Shit stuff. ass. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Fuck. Bam. I, I label it as explicit, so you're all good. Um, my name is Danica. I have been at KatsuCon stuck hosting the live show with Evan all weekend. But I'm, yeah, because I work at Crunchyroll. I always forget oh, yeah, that. I work this at is, Crunchyroll. This is the joke. No, for me, it's like it's the joke on the Annie Gamers podcast is I always forget to give the disclaimer that I work at Crunchyroll. Well, but you sure don't forget to give the disclaimer that you have Annie Gamers Oh, yeah. All no. the time. Every single time. Yeah. All the time. Uh, but Danica well. and I were on the live stream this weekend uh, talking, interviewing people, doing panels and stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, Who's this guy? I'm, I'm Sam Wolf. I also the work wolf. at Crunchyroll. Sam the Wolf Crunchyroll. Sam the Wolf Wolf. Uh, <laughs> I work at Crunchyroll and I was at the booth, but I was only online like for once or twice. Yeah, and on, Sam has a Webby. I got a Webby. He's got a Webby I'll for I'll podcasting? Dust it, I'll dust it off. I'll take That's it out of the cabinet. That's going to be the new nickname for Web Feet. <laughs> Oh, for like people who are really into like if, sex with like if you're like a furry if you're like a, if your fursona is a thing? duck are you right. a webby? are you a webby? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's got to be a real thing. It's Having all a real thing. Sex with webbed feet. Look, when I was when <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. three, okay. I saw a great Daffy Duck commercial, and oh. that was, just from there it took off. You're the only mm-hmm. person who saw a great Daffy Duck commercial. Yeah, when you were three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, we've spent a considerable amount of time talking about nothing. Uh, how was KatsuCon? <laughs> <laughs> we all mostly spent our time in the the dealer's room, right? Uh, like yeah. we were all at Crunchyroll, and then Pat was at Pat's Vertical. Right. Yeah, at Vertical all weekend. Yeah, um, hanging out. We hung out a bit with Ed from Vertical, who's yeah. also uh, he's he's in a cab right now on its way to the airport where his flight is canceled. Yes. Oh, his flight is canceled. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and his, it wasn't his cab canceled is on when route. he got in the cab. Oh no! <laughs> and he's not—he's not going oh, no. to the nearby airport to Reagan. He's going to Dulles. Oh no! Unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what's happening to him. Yeah. So, um, did you guys get to like, like, what events or anything else outside of the vendors' room? Did you? I went to the to game see? room for a little bit. Uh, played Street Fighter Alpha Three with a <laughs> with people <laughs> in a really really bad arcade machine that. <laughs> <laughs> the the joysticks were hot garbage, so yeah, I couldn't do damn fireball motions on them. Uh, and then busted ass pinball machines. <laughs> we went hoping to play pachinko, but by the time we got there, pachinko was shut down. I kind of want to call this episode pachinko busted was broken. Ass, busted, busted ass, ass pinball, pinball machines. machines. <laughs> 
Uh, and then played a bunch of, uh, what was, what's the, pers- Persona Dancing All Night? Oh, yeah, oh, the yeah. one. Uh, they had that on a TV, which makes it impossible to play. Yeah, no, that makes no sense. No, because, <laughs> like, the way, it's very clearly designed for a handheld, mm-hmm. so, because all the points for when you have to hit stuff are on the periphery. So if you're on a big-ass TV and right, you're sitting right. close to it, you can't see anything. Is one of the commands a touchscreen thing also? Like when the... There, I don't know if there's there like a, for Persona. I thought there was, I I thought there was like a turntable type thing. Maybe but. there is. I mean, uh, like Project Diva has a lot of touchscreen yeah. stuff. Oh, I've but tried it uses to, the uh, analog sticks for the console. I've tried doing Project Diva on a PlayStation TV. It, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. It does not work. No. Um... Have you tried Project Diva with the big Project Diva controller? That shit's awesome. <laughs> that thing's huge, and it's got eight giant buttons, and you're just banging on them. And it gets really confusing at times, but it's also got, like, instead of flipping the analog sticks or touching the screen, it's got a scratch pad in the middle of it that you have to scratch on to hit the uh, star. The you have to scratch Hatsune Miku. You have to scratch yes. and then also <laughs> sniff. <laughs> You don't want to sniff the one they have at the uh, game room, though. That's been used quite a bit. Yeah, no sniffing allowed there. No. So you got to go to the game room. I think the only panels I saw were industry panels, and it was just vertical and Crunchyroll, other than the Crunchyroll panel that I was on, which was working in the anime industry, which Ed was on. Uh, but that was uh, the Crunchyroll panel was fun. That okay. was the first time that we've, I think, done like that sort of. That style Lecture of industry panel, style yeah, with, industry with Adam. Panel. Yeah, that was interesting, and the first time Adam's ever done a Crunchyroll panel. And in that's uh, that's Adam Sheehan for people who don't know, the yeah. convention manager for Crunchyroll, formerly of Funimation for ten years. Ten years. I remember covering his panels when I was like in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we saw some, we saw like shortened versions of industry panels though, because we saw Aniplexes yeah. and we saw Funimations at our booth. Yeah, we did them on the so, live stream, yeah. which is kind of cool. Was Aniplex uh, hawking? Um, Kizumonogatari, like, big oh, yeah. time. And that race. Yeah. And the, uh, Your Lion April dub. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, Nelia. this is the first time I've been hanging out at a booth since Kizu came out, and it's like, those people are so into it. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's one of those groups that's not super loud and obnoxious at every waking moment, but you give them that moment to start talking about that monogatari, and they all come out of the woodwork, <laughs> it seems like. They are all there, and they are all hype about those books. Yeah, Kizu is, like, big, big deal. Big yeah. Deal. I couldn't... I can't even fathom reading those personally, but I get... Like, it happens every once in a while. I see stills from those cartoons, and they're so stylistic that I almost want to watch them. Yeah, that's that's what it does. That's, that's the a, soccer trick. Yeah, like the, get you. the huge yeah. Aniplex like banner that they had was. I mean, Vertical had one too. Yeah. Those were like beautiful. Yeah, it's the 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 look of it is so cool. But I know what it is, and I know how I know Nisio. and the author Nisio Isin. Yeah. yeah, I don't have the patience for his writing. You know who does have the patience, though? You, you guys know that, that David Estrella from Anti-Gamers, the my co-host on this podcast, uh, flew to Japan just recently to oh, watch... Oh, yeah, for the, for the premiere. To watch the premiere, even though the premiere is coming out in the U.S. anyway. Yeah. Like, within a couple months after. He did it anyway. Yeah, well, he's already seen it. Now he gets to see it again. <laughs> That's right. He's I mean, But he's part of the people you're talking about. Yes, he's part he of like is. The, yeah. He is those people. <laughs> um, Nothing wrong with that. Please buy. <laughs> we actually just gave away the book. David had like an extra copy that he gave away on the no, podcast. Yeah. Um, 
Did you get to? No, you were stuck at the booth too. Sam? I was stuck at the booth almost the whole. I mean, I got to go around with our our producer Scott. Yeah, tell, tell us about the Assassin's Creed album. Yeah, oh, that boy, was the, uh, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> my favorite part of the convention, I think, was I got I went to like this Renaissance fair type steampunk costumery. And they let me try on like this. I felt like a duke. It was like a big coat on a You were like, a, you were a, like coat. a yeah, Renaissance dad. Yeah, <laughs> Renaissance dad. That was me. Ye old Renaissance dad. It was like an Assassin's Creed type. Like, it's like the worst cloak. Twitter bio. <laughs> Renaissance dad. Ye old Renaissance dad. <laughs> At KatsuCon 2016. Thinker. Dilettante. Renaissance dad. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, that's so, yeah. cool. We, we we recorded a couple of videos with Scott. Um, I got to walk around the artist alley and interview some people. Danica, I got to talk to like Jessica Negri, right? You just yeah, ran I, into I, her. I, I just yeah. saw her. Yeah, she just was walking by, and I was like, "What's up? Can I interview you?" And she was like, "I love Crunchyroll." Yeah. Also, man, did you guys get the same effect I got where if you had, like, the block on the microphone that had Crunchyroll on it, people would see that and go, Crunchyroll, oh, yeah. Crunchyroll, yeah. every time they saw it. Hey, Crunchyroll people. <laughs> hey, Crunchyroll people. I heard that multiple times. Um, I also really, really, really interesting. I saw this girl's costume, and I was like, oh, can I interview you about your costume? And then her friend afterwards was like, oh, did you know she's the winner of the Canadian Cosplay Summit, and she's about to go to Tokyo to compete in the International Cosplay Summit? And I thought that was really cool because she didn't mention it to me at all yeah but her she was amazing she was amazing that's kind of cool that somebody is like doing that well and they didn't mention it they were humble enough to yeah. not be like hello my name is i'm going to the international cosplay <laughs> yeah, no, she was she was so sweet she just like yeah very very humble girl her name was felicia yeah that's rare for that for a lot of those people, <laughs> those people. And it reminded me of the conversation that that evan and i had about cosplayers mm-hmm. you know like cosplayers wanting to be famous or whatever else reasons people cosplay. And this was one of those things that's like, oh, this cosplayer is actually really well known. I have no idea who she is, but she didn't even mention anything about it. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. And knowing that she was going to be on the Crunchyroll YouTube. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. How was the artist alley? I didn't go in there at all. It was kind of interesting. There were, I mean, watch on YouTube for my full opinion. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I... I was expecting to see way more Undertale, because that's actually worth talking about. We did get to see mm-hmm. a lot of cosplay, and there was a lot of Undertale at this convention. There was a ton convention. of Undertale. Uh, I don't know what Undertale looks like, so I <laughs> no. didn't catch that one. I it looks like Homestuck. <laughs> see any skeletons? Like that's, yeah, yeah, I saw skeletons. Yes, that's, okay. that's Undertale. Yeah. Yeah. I right. saw, like, the cow girl. There's, like... Uh, the cow girl? <laughs> the, 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 what is like she? Goat mom. Goat. She's, she's like, a goat, goat big white with, like, a dress. I saw so many Toriel. It just looks like a furry, but it's, I mean, it is, and it is a furry costume. Yeah, that stuff blurs together. Like, (laughs) the one, the one I recall is just sitting at the booth of Ed, who is a big love liver, and just pointing out all the different love live costumes as they walk by. And there were a lot of those. There were a lot of those. those. Which surprises me, because it's all... It's reached its end point. Well, I mean, the movie came out. The movie came out not too long ago, sure. so I saw a bunch of cosplayers like from the movie. Um, I mean, the game is still is still, still popular, thing, so yeah. yeah. And they're getting ready to replace all the girls, so yeah. yep. You have to get new waifus. Right, they're they're gonna kill them. Right, they take yeah. them out back and they kill the girls. Well, no, they let them graduate from high school, and now they don't exist. No, anymore. they they. What happens is they die, and out of the out of the Dust, they disintegrate, and out of the dust uh, rises the new waifu. Yeah, okay, Phoenix, Phoenix waifu. Yes, yeah. yeah. My favorite. Yeah, oh, Phoenix I love waifu Phoenix waifu. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Hey, I was gonna say for the artist alley though, there were uh, what I actually saw. I mean, obviously a lot of Steven Universe and all the typical stuff that's like dominating artist alleys sure. lately. Uh, but the only anime series that was like new that I felt like really stuck out was uh, Mr. Osamatsu. Really? Oh no, oh, yeah. what the, there wasn't One a ton punch? of One Punch. Some no. One Punch, but. More Mr. Osamatsu, which makes sense because artist alleys tend to be dominated by a lot of female what, fans. And, and like artists. what is hot at the exact moment. Right, right. Which, but and One Punch so is over new. and Osamatsu still going. Yeah. Like I walked into a mob of Osamatsu cosplayers uh, like because they were hanging out at the exit to the dealer's room. And they made yeah. them move to another space. And I just followed them because I'm like, well, I know a million people that are into this. Let me see if I can get some good pictures because there was so damn many of them, and they and were they're easy cosplays. Yeah, it's just thing, a hoodie. Right? It's just a hoodie with like yeah. a design on it. Yeah, and it's it's also like a good costume for groups of people. Yeah, right. They can be kind of like unisex. You know, guys or girls can dress up as them. They're really easy. They're color coded, so you all kind of like fit together when you cosplay together. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's cool that it's something that new is all already cropping up like that. Like, it's still airing, and there's mobs of them. Right. So. It's strictly, though, like, strictly the Fujoshi audience that's making it this popular. Like, everyone that you see cosplaying Osamatsu characters, girls. Yeah, everyone, girls. all the Artist Alley artists you see drawing yeah. Osamatsu characters, girls. And when I went into Artist Alley, you know, I saw, like, tons of booths that were just selling, um, like, BL fan yeah. fanzines you know based on like haiku and stuff like that so it's still super prominent yeah i did walk into a mob of the haiku people at one oh, point yeah. Yeah. like the one thing i wanted to do and the only thing that stunk this year is my hotel room didn't have an atrium view and i guess this one doesn't either and that's the best thing at like two in the morning to just right. be leaning over the the uh balcony and just watching everyone hanging out at the uh yeah. gazebo and stuff like that I remember that last year, I think, because I was in that room, and yeah. I remember being able to look out, and it was just really like cool. on yeah. the same floor as the gazebo, so you could just you could hear them all night just doing their thing. Just kind of fun, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. That's kind of honestly more than anything the most fun thing about this convention. I feel like is because of the way it's so enclosed. So yeah, we should describe that because not everybody knows yeah. how that works. It's like. Which it takes place inside of the the Gaylord, this big hotel resort thing that's attached to the convention center, mm-hmm. and it has a huge interior courtyard that we were joking about this this morning, like how much it tries to pretend that it's outdoors. It it's has got trees, it has buildings it has inside creeks. of the building, and yeah. it has trees, and like it, the bird buildings, noises. the They're buildings like have noises. have gutters. As if they were real buildings that were going to be rained There's on, but they're never rained on. There's glass on top. Like, yeah. Another thing about KatsuCon that's cool is like a lot of people, maybe not cool, but about it being here in the Gaylord is that tons of people come, don't get badges, and just hang out at the gazebo or in the atrium. Well, that's not super cool. Not cool, but like, (laughs) but that's a thing about KatsuCon is like people just come and hang out in the atrium and the gazebo because they're inside. It's not like another convention where you get, you don't get a badge and you're stuck outside not going into yeah. the convention center. It's kind of unfortunate, right, for the con, because they're, like, missing out on ticket but, sales for that. It is, but in this case, Katsukon went way over their expected attendee turnout, and... Oh, did they talk about that? Um, We heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, they went way over. So mm, they were nice. expecting... I think they were expecting, like, 17,000 or something. Wow. But that, That's really bad if you go over your turnout, because, like, what if someone... What if there were to be, like, a fire and you had to evacuate the entire oh building gosh. with that many yeah. people Oh, there? I can't even imagine, like, what would happen <laughs> what in that case. What could possibly happen? Uh, well, <laughs> the, the joke here is that that's exactly what happened <laughs> on Saturday. And Saturday after, or, like, noonish, like, like sort one. of... Like, one. It was, like, one, one, yeah. Yeah. one o'clock. Uh, 
We thought that someone had just pulled the fire alarm and was just being a jerk. We right? thought that Vic Mignogna came and all the way to Costa right. and pulled the fire alarm just, just to like show. Well, he, he did. Yeah. He, he has a tendency to do that. He did that. Yeah. 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 He did that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as confirmed by just <laughs> us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We figured that out. We in our figured hotel it out. Room. Using I remember that. Zero evidence whatsoever. I mean, he was there. <laughs> he was at the con. Yeah. And I he, mean, well, he, he was at the con, and the fire alarm went off. I mean, what else? That, what other evidence do you need? Yeah. I mean, our our theory was that he he's he wasn't at Katsukon this year, but we were interviewing Todd Habercorn that day, and we're like, "Damn, Vic Mignona came all the way here to pull the fire alarm just so we wouldn't interview Todd Habercorn." That's all it was, it was yeah. just to stop him from getting the limelight and to show yeah. everyone his anime pants. That was my. That's theory. it. That's pretty much the whole thing. He does but have anime pants. but no, it it does turn out that the reason that. The fire alarm went off is because it was an actual fire. And where was the fire? In the Maid Cafe. <laughs> it's so perfect. Yeah, it is. The burning Moe passion. An, ele- an electrical and- fire. No one got hurt. But- yeah, we can joke about it because no <laughs> yeah, one got hurt. Yeah. Uh, but the Moe passion of the, the customers at the Maid Cafe was they, they were so, they were Moeru. The, mo- the Moeru was so strong that they actually lit the Maid Cafe on fire. Their eyes caught on fire. The maids. Which then transferred to the electrical right. units that and it was, blew up. This is the difficulty of maid cafes is that they get too hot because yeah, of I've all got the a burning. Uh, it's tangential, but it's important. Have any of you ever been to an anime con maid cafe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? I've never been inside one. I'm going to call ever. somebody out right now. <laughs> I went to an anime con maid cafe last year because, like, Lauren Orsini here at Katsukon was like, hey, we should hang out. I reserved a time at the Maid oh, Cafe, yeah. and it was like me and Ed hanging out with Lauren. I ended up having to watch the damn booth so you could go to the Maid Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, Lauren Orsini, you, you will fed, not be forgiven. I got, got fed, fed mochi, by a hand-fed by a maid, and it was awful. Yes. Oh, no. I'm going to get you back for that one day, Lauren. <laughs> During oh, my, the, my shit list now. <laughs> during during that fire alarm, um, it was funny because everybody who was on our live stream was all the chatters from home were like, "Don't worry, guys, we got the booth. Like, you evacuate, we'll watch it. It'll be safe." So we kind of left. We left the live we, stream running. Yeah, we left the live <laughs> stream running. Came by and hung out with them like it, before we had gotten. Yeah, back. yeah. Mm-hmm. Charles Dunbar was on the screen, the stream apparently, like playing anime shitty toady with them. Yeah, and then and then the live the people watching the live stream heard. The people at the convention center yell, all clear, and that's how we found out that we could go back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you guys end up, where did you guys end up outside? Oh, we, there's a funny story about that. We um, we walked down the street, because we were like, oh, let's go to Elevation Burger, it's the farthest away, it'll be yeah. the least crowded. In front of us were, you know, a slew of cosplayers, and we're watching kids just like going into the Remax and yep. into the GNC and just huddling up and it's cosplayers. so funny cosplayers cosplayers getting into realty getting into you know <laughs> vitamins and business yeah so everybody was huddled up and then we got to Elevation Burger and it was absolutely insane so. Elevation Burger is really good though we had that last year yeah but it was it, that was also packed and it, the, it must have been like below zero with wind chill out yeah. there especially because when you got down by the water which is where Elevation Burger is the wind is coming right off the mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, is that a bay was it, what is that peninsula yeah. it's right. not a peninsula oh 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 this, is the, this is the peninsula there you go oh <laughs> you live in San Francisco come on well, uh, <laughs> I ended up they shuttled a, they shoved a bunch of people into one of the parking garages and as you walk in they just had carts full of blankets that they were handing out for everybody they were just huddled in blankets I heard this yeah 
uh, desperately trying to survive, watching, you know, cosplayers in bikinis and stuff looking like they were freezing to death oh, and no, things like yeah. that. Yeah. That was really rough looking. And that was, I think, about two hours total for most people. Took, yeah, we got we got back there like an hour and a half after yeah. it happened. I think so. they started letting people back in in about an hour. And by two hours, everything was up and running again. Yeah. Yeah. It screwed up our schedule a lot. But luckily, our schedule was a little bit empty for Saturday. Yeah, and luck- so it sort yeah, of luckily. like helped us out a little bit there. Um, but yeah, we had some cool people on the stream this weekend. We talked to like Todd Haberkorn and uh, I got to talk to Steve Bennett. I, I think you watched that interview, right? And Steve Bennett's so like cool. an old school anime guy. Worked, he's an American guy who worked in Japan on Udusei Yatsuda and uh, Macross. And he like was name dropping them. He was like, yeah, back when I was working on Macross. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's cool too because he was so nice. Yeah, I love getting like, people on the stream that are like actually really personable and like want to be interviewed and want to talk. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. They want to actually be there. Yeah. Yeah, but we get a lot of, sometimes we get people that are, like, just really, like, dry, and they'll give us, yeah. like, really short responses, but, like, Steve was amazing, Todd's interview was, like, incredible, because he was just working the, working the live stream, he was so good. Um, yeah. We interviewed Gia Manry, you interviewed Gia Yeah, Manry. yeah, that my was, sort of anime journalism senpai. <laughs> that was very interesting, too. Um, what was everybody's favorite thing at the con, Sam? Uh, I got to meet Ian Sinclair. Oh yeah, uh, he's a big fan. Oh, oh yeah, he came, he by, came the by the booth. booth. We were busy. And, he's a and voice actor. He's a voice actor. He does. The, I know he's known for Space Dandy, but my favorite p- character in One Piece is Brooke the skeleton because I got a thing for skeletons. He's the best. Yeah, and he voices and, Brooke. And, yeah, and you you're playing Undertale. Or you played Undertale. Oh, so yeah. You, yeah, I'm all about the oh, skeletons. So, yeah, all so about the skeletons. You like skeletons. I like skeletons. Okay, all right. Yeah. Did you get a picture with him in front of the One Piece thing? I I, I got a picture with him in front of the Crunchyroll thing. Oh. Adam took the picture because he was making fun of me for taking the selfie. I blinked, and he only took one picture. So That's why I always take two. Always two. Yeah. So. Photoshop open eyes. <laughs> Photoshop open eyes. On Googly eyes. eyes. Googly eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'll do. But no, he was really nice. He, he was really, like you said, he was super personable, and yeah. I got the feeling that, like, yeah, he totally is here because he wants to be here. And he didn't even have to stop by the booth because he didn't do an interview or anything. <laughs> I actually, like, the first day we were here, I tweeted out and tagged him saying, like, my dream for Katsukan is that Ian Sinclair comes over to the booth and says, and then becomes my BFF. And when he came to the booth, he actually, like, tapped on my shoulder and was like, and I turned around and there he was and he says, hey, let's be BFFs. <laughs> it was so <laughs> great. That's, awesome. That's great. That's so cute. Um, my favorite thing was probably interviewing Todd Habercorn because, like, I, I don't know a ton about English voice actors. It, it, it's a lot of me, like, researching their backgrounds. I know Todd, obviously, because he voices Haru in the free dub, and we have free season one dub up on Crunchyroll. Um, but he was so nice and so funny. And Sam wrote a question about asking how he gets in shape, and he was a good sport about that, too. So, um, yeah, that was just awesome. Um, My, I guess... For this weekend, because I'm, I'm going to cheat and it's going to be something that doesn't have anything to do with the convention. It's cool. Uh, is Thursday I went on a beer hunting adventure in like Western Virginia. Hit up like five breweries. Uh, I heard beaver hunting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that too. Yeah, there were a lot of beavers out there. Um, so ended up at a bunch of really cool micro and nano breweries out there. Brought a ton of beer What's back. A nano brewery, even smaller than a micro brewery. Do they make them smaller than a nano brewery? Uh, probably not. So this one we went to looked like it was a house. 
was just this tiny little building and the first floor had like four tables and then all the fermenters just sitting there and that was the and then a bar and that was it and another one was just kind of a shack that had two fermenters in it this like the brewer his mom who was helping him and their dogs and what do the dogs do uh, they, uh, serve the guests. Oh, wow. Yeah. They really <laughs> helpful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Amazing Very friendly. Pair of dogs, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love dogs. The dogs don't help make the beer, though? No. Okay. That's, they help drink it. That's the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, that's the other one. That's dog brew. Dog <laughs> brew. That's dog brewing company. Dog IPA. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite, like, thing that was at? At, at the, the con? con? <laughs> um, oh, we met this guy that was, like... 4,000% having a good time at this convention. He came up and, oh man, what did he ask about? He was so gone and he asked us about, he was wearing a Bake Monogatari shirt. Of course he was. Uh, it, and it was the scene, uh, it was the toothbrush scene. Oh, that's like Nisei, I think. I have no idea. I know this from hanging out it's, too much with David. He was wearing a Monogatari yeah, shirt yeah, yeah. and it was the toothbrush scene. And we asked him, are you excited about Kizu? And he's like, what? Uh, you know, Kizu Monogatari. He's like, oh, yeah, that movie is coming, maybe. Uh, yeah, I got my ticket for that. He's like, do you have anything? He's like, yeah, there's posters over there. Um, and he grabs one and he kind of wanders off. And about two hours later, I go wandering around the dealer's hall just because I was looking for two expensive toy robots to buy and stumbled across. I was looking at DVDs. The same dude walks up to me. And he's like, hey, have you heard about this anime Pokemon? I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, it sounds cool. What's it about? <laughs> he's like, well, you got to catch them all, man. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you catch them all. And the sex bots show up and take them away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, okay, okay. And then he walked away and started talking to other people next to me. <laughs> So that guy was having the best Sunday of the convention. <laughs> that guy won. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> so for me, I have two answers. Uh, my, my real answer is, is interviewing Steve Bennett, uh, which I mentioned before was super cool. Yeah. Uh, my, my other answer is those cosplayers in the Remax. <laughs> that was so that was funny. That was it. it was I mean, so it can't be, can't be Pat's story. But uh, I do also want to say, like, I think uh, – it was super cool. I got like two different chances to to meet uh, this co-creator of Ninja Slayer, uh, Philip Ninja with with an at sign. Oh, Morzez. it's Ninja at Ninja at sign mm-hmm. Morzez. Yeah, um, and I think actually he's a. Uh, oh, he's actually he, he just visited the room, so I think he can actually. Uh, uh, Philip, do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, uh, Domo Minto San. Uh, so you uh, have you had a good time at, at Katsukon? A uh, very good time at Katsukon, except. Gold when ninjas attack and try to uh, force me to recite death haiku. Oh, they can force you? I thought it was voluntary to recite your death haiku. It's not, they can actually force you to do that. If they get close enough. Oh, wow. That's a powerful ninja move. Um, I don't let them get close enough. You see, like that's... Kill them long before then. This is the power of the author of Ninja Slayer is, is he truly understands how to slay and, and, and stop a ninja. Did you enjoy like meeting the the fans of the the manga at a uh, at the vertical uh, vertical panel and then at the you know when vertical when Ed came on our, our live stream? 
So yes, that, yeah. uh, very appreciative of Ninja Slayer fans. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Domo fans, please continue buying book. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, well, I, I think you probably, you've been sort of on the run from the Ninja all weekend, so I probably have to let you go, Philip. Yeah, I, I need to keep moving. Snow slow them down, but not very much. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not very used to snow, but but they they can adapt. Ninja very are very adaptable. adaptable. Yeah. Um, Domo, Goodbye. Well, that's that's crazy. Um, well, that was amazing. That was I'm a really such a big interesting. Fan. He I'm stopped in. Yeah, such wow. a big fan of uh, Philip Ninjat Morzes. Yeah, and, and he's one of the American co-creators of Ninja Slayer. Uh, Ed talked about him at the in, at the um, when he came on the live stream and uh, was saying like they they wrote these novels, these self-published novels in the 1990s, and uh, they were sort of like lost, and we unearthed them through the their, uh, the Internet Archive. <laughs> Wow. They're sort of uploaded on a GeoCities page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ed, uh, you know, was sort of, uh, I think, I don't know if Ed was involved, but someone found them and translated them to Japanese, and now they're uh, they're back over here. I mean, I, I'm impressed. He really knows his stuff. I didn't even hear him come in or go out. That's he right. Was he was completely, completely, completely silent. silent ninja entrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's probably off killing some ninja before he heads back to, I don't know where he's from, actually. No one knows where he's no. from. He's, a complete he's from the U.S. Yes. He's we from know America. That. We definitely we know, know if there's one thing we know about Philip Ninja Morzes and Bradley Bond, creators of Ninja Slayer, it's that they are definitely, They're definitely real from people America. from the United States. Yes. 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 They are definitely Americans. Right. Um, well, any any closing thoughts on Katsukan? Oh, um, please. Uh, I did. I should mention talking people into buying Ninja Slayer at the vertical yeah. booth was a lot of fun, too. <laughs> and it's like, people would come over and be like, whatever they're reading, it's like, oh, you really like, what did you eat yesterday? You know, you should try Ninja Slayer. It's really, <laughs> told me this. it's really the same story. You'll enjoy either one. I, I realize we're out of that, but Ninja Slayer, <laughs> it's good. To, oh, you like Kizumonogatari? Well. Ninja Slayer, that's the book for you. Hey, you ever heard of Pokemon? Ninja Slayer. Ninja Slayer. Ninja Slayer catches them all. <laughs> There's probably sex bots too. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it was it's sort of a mess. I was sick all weekend. My voice is dying. Uh, we're snowed in. There was a fire, an actual real fire in the maid cafe, and we all had to run out into the snow. Yep. Uh, what were some of the other stories? Oh, sorry, not the snow, in the cold. Uh, but also, yeah, just to, to close in terms of Katsukan being maybe a little bit of a disaster. Uh, what, what were the other stories that we heard about? Uh, someone punched a hole in a wall yeah. and wrote One Punch Man was here. Uh-huh. Ripped exit signs down. Someone wrote left Katsukan their, in left a their sink thing. running and yep. closed. They flooded. They, they flooded, they flooded their, their room. Yeah, they flooded Which they room. should have put that room next to the maid cafe and then we yeah. could have oh, solved yeah, two yeah, birds yeah, with yeah, one yeah, stone. Yeah. 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 So they were just keeping it real at Krispy Kreme in that hallway. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Back no. at it again. Back at it again. At Krispy Kreme. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, I guess I should do the normal Gamers outro here. If you want more from the Gamers podcast, podcast.antigamers.com. Send us an email at podcast at antigamers.com. And uh, subscribe to that's, us on iTunes and all that's that Phillip stuff. At, that's <clears throat> Philip Ninja at Gamers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have his contact info. Uh, I can't. I can't really uh, get in contact with him. He's, he sort of stays under the radar. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at signvamptvo v a m p t v o. Please wish me luck, as I oh, I'll probably be back in San Francisco by the time you hear this. But whatever. Wish me luck anyway. Wish me. Wish that I had luck. 
as I attempt to get back to San Francisco. Um, and uh, Annie Gamers is at sign Annie Gamers. What about you guys, Pat? Uh, you follow me at Pat's Prime on Twitter and my website, spaceoperasatellite.com. So talk about, about yeah. Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Awesome. Yeah. You can follow me on basically any social media at Danica Herod. Um, and my job has made me get a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both <laughs> underscore Samtaro. And I don't really know what I'm doing. He's pretty good. He's actually pretty I'm good fun, social media. But yeah, like, yeah. I don't yeah. really know what you do with Twitter. You're, you're getting there. I'm, getting, getting there. I'm figuring it out. You tweet at Ian Sinclair and then he reads yeah, your tweet. That's what yeah, you do. That's yeah. what you do. You post bad things. That's what I've been doing for years. And it's worked out. I got a job at Crunchyroll. Hey, so. that's pretty good. Yeah, one of Evan's tweets had 500 retweets recently. <clears throat> Whoa. Uh, it's actually, eight. I think it's 900 retweets well, now. Well, there, there it is. It's a tweet based on this very podcast, based on a conversation on the Annie Gamers podcast. Um, and... Uh, that's basically everybody. I guess we yeah, went that, all around the circle. That's the whole circle. You yeah. want to introduce yourself again? Uh, yeah. Well, welcome to the Anime Gamers <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Uh, and yeah, we'll yeah. see you whenever David and I actually record another episode, which should be in a week or two. Thanks. And go buy Ninja Slayer. Yeah, buy Ninja Slayer to help support uh, Philip Ninja at sign Morzes. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. We're gonna freeze to death. <laughs> <Cost of time. laughs> yeah. Cool. Your chair can actually get moved, so like, yeah. and so but can you should mine, be holding so. it more in the middle. Yeah. You're holding it over there. Yeah, that's because it's, it's, it's um. Oh, uh, it's one of those cardioid con- condenser cardioid mic. Got so it. it's, it's putting it in the middle, meaning that we don't yeah, get yeah, picked yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I'm pointing it at the whole, okay. the half circle that we are forming here. Yeah. All right, got it. Uh, shift a little. Got it. There we yeah, go. yeah. I think we're good. Yeah. Probably. I mean, Hopefully. That's, that's what we in the business call podcasts right there. Yeah. Oh, in the business. Yeah, in the podcasting in the business. Podcast Sam, business. is that where you are? Yeah. I got a webby, so, you know. <laughs> like a web? Is that like a, a webby foot? Like, no. what does that mean? <laughs> it's like an Emmy, but for web. What do you have a webby yeah. for? For podcasts. I, I do. I, I've done. This is all very professional. <laughs> Wait, have you actually done podcasts? <laughs> He's so full of shit. He's like almost better than you at being I'm full like, of shit. I'm like, Wait a <laughs> It's really good. I want to take a look at your webby. Well, I don't. I don't take it with me. Oh, okay. You don't carry it with you everywhere. (laughs) The office.